but got that. Take that. Clip back. Ooh, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Tritty Key, and I'm back again with another episode of. Let me stop. I another, can't do that. <laughs> another YouTuber. Uh, another. The thing is, everybody who everybody who imitates a YouTuber voice is get to that point, and then it's like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> because like, it's like, it's too fake. You gotta be fake to be able to do that. Oh shit. I I can't do this. <laughs> This is crazy, uh, freaking, the reason I saw that, I, I sent that, I saw that song too, I saw this, um, this game this morning, called, shit, Outriders, I, I don't know yeah, much he, about it. That's a new game that's, that I say look like Destiny, isn't it? Uh, Actually, I read some articles that were saying that it had a Destiny-esque feel to it as well. See, but that's how one was like, the people on a different planet or something, they get some powers, yeah, it's like three, yeah, three different classes, um, Trickster, Pyromancer, and Devastator. Yeah. First thing that came to my mind was Borderlands, because the way they was talk, the, the way they were talking about it, it, it sounded like more like Borderlands. I mean, yeah, Destiny's... Well, the only reason I said Destiny, based off of... Because I only saw the trailer, I think it was like a cinematic release, not release trailer, uh, teaser trailer, whatever. And, you know, hearing the description from within the trailer and seeing, seeing what to do. But then after, you know, after a while, I was just like, hmm. Because, you know, with the three people, I was like, that kind of just remind me of Destiny. Because <laughs> then Destiny only have, like, three classes in the beginning. I don't know if they have um, any more. But, I, guess, I think so, something like that. And and the, 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 the commercials or whatever, the trailers, you saw always be three, three different it's ones third, together. It's third person. Uh, there's that. Look at that gameplay right now. So I'm saying, you know, it's third person. Third that's, person. that's sexy. I like third person stuff. Yeah, you don't get, you don't get a lot of good it says ones. co-op to shooter. So in my mind, it's is I would put more on the Borderlands spectrum. Yeah, but don't they consider not... Destiny a looter shooter yeah. too? And but Division of them. Ugh. See, they need their own. They need their own me, uh, genre, if you will. For me, the reason I don't, I don't really consider. I'll consider. The division, a looter shooter. Wow. Um, I'll consider that video started the uh, exact same way I started. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> yeah, see, I'll consider, I'll consider the division a looter shooter because, from my experience playing the division, there was lots of loot to be had. Mm, the yeah. Destiny. I, I would consider it. A, I mean, Destiny. A nice shooter to be had. <laughs> it had but... loot, but. All right, but in yeah, my we, opinion, you have to grind for it. That's why everybody was in the cave, you know. My opinion, like, Borderlands closer to Diablo, in terms of loot, because you're in Diablo too. There's just there's just so much loot. You have to go through what was good for you, what wasn't good for you. No, of course, Borderlands loot isn't the same as Diablo, because it's mainly guns, grenades, class mods, and artifacts. There's basically four different types of loot. With Diablo, you had helmet, chest. Gloves, boots, weapon, shield, you know, necklace, rings. So, you had more different types of loot in Diablo, but the way loot handling Borderlands, in my opinion, is closer to Diablo. With loot handling Destiny, in my opinion, is. I mean, when I have weapons. It's more close to Skyrim. Everything about it. I try to think. 
Yeah, all right, no, I think they had like a chest armor, like maybe not chest, maybe just like an armor piece for it. was like your whole body, helmet, and guns. Wasn't it that? that I mean, it wasn't a lot, was it? No options. Now you have me trying to think though. Did you even have armor or was it just cosmetic? I feel like the armor was just cosmetic, but if not, it was just like one armor slut that encompassed everything. Yeah, probably. And then higher. probably a helmet. Maybe. And then maybe a helmet. And then it was just guns. And then the next one in the category, Anthem. Being, um, uh, we don't talk about Anthem because be, it's only about first... five people who know anything about that game. And it's only about one like, person still playing. A few months ago, they were like, they're going to they rework it. And then last week i think it was the poor thing all right our re- our um proposed rework wasn't as big enough as we wanted to be so now we're going yeah, to they're going overhaul completely it. overhaul the game so which is what <laughs> when they first said it is what i thought they were planning well, on doing yeah, anyway because it's I, like I think that's everybody thought it's like the game it needed an overhaul to begin with like there was nothing it was really besides the, redeeming about the game besides the, the gameplay <laughs> and the graphics there was nothing to the game, you know? And and gameplay only gonna hold you off for so long. A game can be fun, like, alright, uh, I'm a user example. A lot, a lot of people love these games, but them warrior games, gameplay fun. But for me, after 20, 30 minutes, I mean, uh, that's as far as the gameplay gonna take me. The game itself, there's nothing to it. When you mention um, the warrior games, that, that's the, that was the first um kind of What's he we're looking for? Withdrawal I had from Persona 5 Scramble when I first heard about it, because people saying it's like Persona meets those warrior games. It's like, oh man, one of those mindless hack and slash games. And then for me, in like an hour or two, like, all right, I don't want this game forever, because. Yeah, that's the same thing. Then when I had the gameplay, I was like, Gameplay doesn't even match those war games in general. I mean, there's like, be a little bit different because it's like I a collab, it looking, but it looking good though. It looking. I mean, I ain't gonna, I I ain't gonna say it's not good because I, I get you. I get the Legend of Zelda one, Hyrule Warriors. That game fun a second. Players Link, players Sheik, players one to go around. Um, they had a bunch of characters you could play as some magic chick. The game fun. You know, and I played it probably it. longer than I thought I would play it because when I play Warriors games, like the actual like Dynasty Warriors and stuff, 20, 30 minutes, and I feel like yeah, good. I don't want to play anymore. But for we, me, I I think if you if you have one of them collab versions, it's more about because now you have a story within the universe of the game that you like that you know you get you could get to go through something you never really see before. Yeah, see the way um Atlas pushing the game, they're basically saying is um like even in the trailers they're saying it's Persona Five Two, in a sense. So it, it the sto- the story is very Persona rich. Not I don't want to say those the, other the I don't other warrior games kind of like it was a, yeah. So yeah, I, I think when they collab, it's kind of add elements that it's not just pure warriors game. There's add elements of the game that they collab in. Yeah, you know, so with Zelda, yeah, still opened up some chests. <coughs> you know, you still had some of them bosses or monsters from the game that just the way you fight them still pretty much the same. Instead of just all, all the enemies is 
when Hikeo and then just fake the fake combos was get me. Oh, everything does die in one hit, and then but as long as you're hitting something, it's coming towards a point towards a combo. That's what's getting me. Ah, uh, this is this is the thing I'll say about um um outriders that for me <laughs> makes it look good. For me, makes it look good, but you know I wasn't a big fan of Gears of War, but the studio who making the game, they made um. Which Gears of War was it they made? Gears of War Judgment. I don't know which one that is. But when you look at the That's gameplay, the you, can see, you can see yeah, some Gears of War in the gameplay. It. Especially when you do use the shotgun. I'm looking like, at it. She was just thought it had a little Gears of War-esque feel to it. So, and I, I wasn't a big fan of Gears of War. But I did I did really enjoy the, um, what's that mode called? Um, Horde mode, I guess Horde. it is. Where it's like, yeah. And um, I like I I Gears of War good. gunplay. Pretty big fan of Gears. <laughs> But in the beginning, I didn't like it. The beginning is because the motion blur and stuff, but the the gameplay of Gears, yeah, it definitely Gears ask Some of the enemies actually. I remember when I was watching the trailer, and I'm looking at this yeah, gameplay okay. right now. Kind of helmet, kind of look like a legs, gloves, and boots. Kind of look like the guns. um, what the heck they call the horde. Kind of look like the horde. Okay. Yeah. All right, you know what? I'll put this on the. I'll put this in the same realm as um. The division, but wasn't. Yeah, in the division, armor was basically. Well, it wasn't armor. It's just clothes. So it's mo- it, it was like cosmetic. it was like jacket. Had, um, yeah, just like gloves one. and hats. Yeah, and it was just cosmetic. But this one's. Oh man, I think to boots too actually. Armor. Unless the armor is just cosmetic, but it seems to have armor. Yeah, it looks like it has armor because this one looks like a yellow tab. Yeah, I think division armor was cosmetic because it didn't matter. Yeah, that's it was. one thing yeah, they like was. about division. The 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 bullet sponginess of the whole game, man. Plus, in the beginning, in in the first yeah, one, that somebody yeah. well, one of the classes was just completely useless. Like nobody used it. But from what I hear about Division Two, the game on point, and then they have a DLC that either just came out or coming out now, they're gonna tie up some loose ends of the first game. Some some DLC yeah, hold to up. De- time out. deal. Time out. Time out. Ah, it's a little like a robot. A little. Must yeah, be bad. Talk, you're here and like feedback from your mic. All right. Say something. Hello, hello, hello. Alright, alright, it's done. It's done. Alright. I think it's lag. So playing, I'm watching this video on Outriders. Playing some Ghost. Outriders look cool. No, another game look cool. I don't know if it for PC only, but that Wilson Lords of Mayhem. Yes, yeah, PC only, but it's a it's an indie studio. So right five now, it's years PC in the only, making, but, but people been saying. The, I mean, just by People looking were seeing that, um, at the gameplay and stuff, I was like, damn, it already looked better than Diablo. Yeah, Diablo I was watching a lot of. Three. I was watching um, this guy has watched play. What's it called? Path of Exile a lot. I was watching him play it. He he, he likes it. I mean, there's some there's some drawbacks to the game right now, but you know, it's, yeah, in my opinion, it's not a fan game. It's not a reason like... to get it. The, the only drawback I see from the game right now is if you want to play online, 
this is in the studio and it's their first game. They own like servers a bit. Yeah, that's, you know, like that's not crashing a lot. So because look at EA, so, but, look at Ubisoft. This freaking AAA studios can't even get freaking servers right. So right, but that game has an offline mode, so you can play. You can play the game right that's now. That's nothing. A lot of games these days not coming with because all these talk of DRM as if that shit really doing anything. You don't think that's that's really do that? Oh, always online to stop people who are consoles from playing offline <laughs> pc dudes they're always gonna find some way crack hack some some shit and play the game offline anyway or yeah. on on servers that not legit but from what from what i've seen as somebody who played a ton of diablo 3 and played a more ton of poe from what i'm seeing from wilson uh it's Look at it's like me. somewhere in the middle of these, not in the middle, but it's it's in these, it's in between the like if Diablo three is one and Poe is ten, in terms of like Diablo three is a basic ARPG. It's like a, yeah, it's like a go into the arcade, is, put fifty cents in and play. Yeah, exactly, and Poe is like the freaking ultra nerd hardcore ARPG where you have to be having a, a, a Excel spreadsheet on one side and a calculator or like. Wilson or Wilkin, I can't remember how the devs is pronounced it because the French and it's pronounced it differently. Than... I think this guy's saying Wilson. Yeah, so I'll put I'll put Wilson like a four point five. Like it's not it's not as deep as Poe in terms of of content and and how hardcore you could go into the game to to like min max your character, but it's not as basic. As well, I mean, where it's just like considering that period we've been going for a minute now. Yeah, they're pretty. Like, what, 2013. They're pretty good. 2000, yeah, 2013. I can't wait for POE mm, two though. 2013. Yeah, ah, yeah, I should. That was a little bit early on that. Right? Could be. It, it came early. It was. I it was remember that was early in the military, but, but I think the official release, official release was year after Diablo three. I think Diablo three was. Yeah, see, and I was in the military, and I think. Oh yeah, Diablo Diablo two was like two thousand twelve. Yeah. Was it? Or it was. It was around before that, like betas and stuff. But the official, I think the official release day was two thousand thirteen. Don't 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 at me. Around. Yeah, somewhere around <laughs> there. Two thousand. Cause I remember I was deployed when I was playing Diablo three, and I feel like I played Poe a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. Around that time. Last week too, I've seen a whole bunch of stuff about um. No, oh, this wait, wait, this Outriders game though, gonna be on the next gen consoles, or maybe it might be on all consoles, oh, but I think it's supposed it says to be on the next Xbox gen. on PS4 in September. Oh, so maybe Xbox One on PS4 in September is what they're saying. So, once we get some news about PS5, you know. Uh, yeah, with all those clowns who was making articles and interchanging the word. Release dropping and launch. in February. <laughs> no reveal, reveal and launch. Interchanging the word reveal like, uh, like bro. What when you see launch to be something like they re- they releasing the console and you can buy it in February. And when you see reveal, it sounds to me like they're telling us what the console is. You know what it look like, what yeah. it do. Yeah. And then you interchanging those words. They don't interchange. Yeah. That's the problem with English language. People don't know how to use it, and they just stop 
putting words together using different words that don't mean the same thing, but they're using them as synonyms. Like, come on, bro. Not the same thing. That's why I don't read, I don't mess with. Most of the time when I look at a, <laughs> a gaming article, it's not even for the content within it. In terms of I like just, the, the words, it's like if they have a video or a picture. That's all I'm going for. I, oh, I was just going to say, I was like, I just want to see screenshots or video. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to hear words. Like I hate just they, gibberish. Yeah, I hate when they just mention a video or, or a picture or something, <laughs> but then you get to it and you're like, you have you to do mental gymnastics to like find it. <laughs> you, you mention a picture, you ain't even, not even the next thing I see. Oh, you mentioned it's a like, video, and and you throw a whole bunch of links out, and half the links don't even go to a video. Like, what the heck? Like, some new, some new in the game get, like, another something. They write an article, Reddit user found gameplay, 15 minutes video, gameplay of this video. So, like, okay, maybe you will have the video in your article, because you're writing about said video. You click on it, talk about the Reddit user, talk about the Reddit user again, talk about the game, go back to talk about the Reddit user, like, alright, so, um, where's the video? So now you now you have to go on Reddit, look for the user, look for the thing, or the thing probably get deleted. It's like, why the hell you even write an article about it in the first place? Why are you writing an article about stuff people post on Reddit, Twitter, 4chan, whatever? Like, why are you writing an article about that? And then you're not even writing a proper article. You're just writing an article about that. <laughs> like, that's not even gaming journalism anymore. It's just, that's just laziness. Just going on Reddit and looking for, oh, there's a new theme for... The Last of Us 2? Okay, let me write an article about the Reddit post about the new theme for The, the Last of Us 2. They even put the code in it. They even put a link to the tweet. The Reddit post, nothing. That's the thing I hate. But the thing is, sometimes when they mention a, you know, a source or something, then suddenly half of their words just be blue with hyperlink, hypertext. Yeah. And you click on it and just take it to some random place and you're like, but what the, this has nothing to do with anything. Well, you click on it and it's take it to the home page of the website. Like, I'm not trying to read more of your articles, my guy. Yeah, it's like, why are you suddenly hyper, hyper text that word and? <laughs> click and, all right, maybe the, maybe the video in here. Nope. Take it somewhere else. Someone said this game is Gears of Warframe, episode 5, Destiny of the Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was trying not yes, too it, much to compare. You know, if yeah. it's similar, all right, cool. But like a lot of people, ever since the the like the Dark Souls games, that's all they do. This year game, oh, this is something something, or this is Soulsborne, blah blah blah. Everything like Dark Souls. This is the Dark Souls of. Uh, no, it's not. No, it's not. For me, I can see the gears me, influence, I, right? Yeah, I can see the gears influence. But also, all the games that when I look at it, I, I wouldn't be genre. like, "Oh, this is Gears of War and Destiny put together" or something like the, that. The game I would compare it the closest to, if I have to compare it to a game, will be Revenant from the Ashes, a game that came out late last year. That was about thirty bucks. That um, the name sounds familiar, but I don't remember. Yeah, you, you didn't, but you didn't. Yeah, you you'll remember it if you look at a video of it. But that's the game I'll put it in terms of looks, in terms of gameplay. It just looks like some gears devs made a remnant from the uh, okay. loser shooter. Remnant from I, I do Ashes. like the. 
I do like the the cover system. And I wouldn't compare it. I wouldn't even compare it to um, the division, which was a heavy cover based game. Yeah, but that's the fact that one of the fact that the cover based in division was also a drawback. Yeah, because the way the enemies because the way the NPCs were <laughs> knew that they had too much help. Like you can't make a cover based game where only one side has to use cover and the other side does what they want. As this is not how not how things work. <clears throat> also, um uh Dreams Dreams came out. It's a game on PS4 where you could basically make create and uh um, games uh, which people have been so far is like... pretty much the reviews so far is that's that's probably gonna go down as one of those eight, um best games ever. <laughs> Because the like, people I who had the early access were like making a... some real six star devs. Before we even start getting images of Final Fantasy VII Remake, people remake some Final Fantasy VII battles. Somebody made can... like a remake a Sonic game. I guess. I mean, like, those people have skills, dedication. That's... If I could get somebody, if I could get somebody who could be like making models and stuff, I would, I would love to remake like um. Fallout 76. <laughs> you think about that too? Right? I just thought about this. With something like that, somebody could pitch the idea of a remake or, or, or some kind of game, you know, proof of concept kind of a thing, and then get some backers to actually, yeah. you know, get some people, get some money to actually make something. Because, like, when you say, I used to, um, Back in the days, when I used to play a lot of PC games, I used to think of what you call it. Um, the, the RPG Maker. Yeah. I used to always want to play that and make my own RPG. Played but it I never, a couple of times. I never really got when around to it. Downloaded it a couple of times, I was to say. They didn't really do anything much with it. Yeah, I never, I never got around to, to playing it. But when I heard of Dreams, I was like, yo, this is like... RPG maker, but not just RPG makers. It's like every whatever you want maker, or you can play other people's creations. So, I'm I'm I, w- I want to get dreams. I definitely want to get dreams. I want to I want to look at some some more um footage to see how how user friendly it is for somebody like me who is a pure novice. Yeah, this remnant from the ashes. I don't really. I feel like the name. The name sound. The name sound familiar, but I don't remember anything about this. What? Remnant from Rem- the ashes? Oh, wait! Jaren had this game, didn't he? Yeah, Jared and Stewart were playing. Yeah, 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 I remember. Okay, I remember this game now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this game was kind of cool. I was watching them play. When it came out, I think it was short. Yeah, but what I think it I was think it has, full it price. Has good replayability. Nah, it was like thirty bucks. Yeah, I think it was like thirty dollars. Right. I'm not saying it's short in a bad way. I'm just saying like it was it was short and the replayability wasn't as extensive as like you know other ARPGs that that get keep getting content updates. 
which is a, is worth the price. I mean, if that's their first one, maybe they'd make another one to, to have a bigger budget. The Ooh, that's what. Think about Shredong Hunt. That's what I call right? The Shredong Hunt. Oh Shredung yeah, Shredong the Hunt. Shredong. I came out. I I come out the twentieth, or I came out. That's for people who have a co-op squad. Well, it's PvP. Right, I think you play player versus environment versus player, or they had different modes or something like that. But, I mean, I don't know about playing with randoms in a game like that. Oh, it comes out the 18th. It comes out the 18th. Well, that's a couple of days from now. PS4. Wednesday, Tuesday. That's Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, remember that was cool. Remember that. Remember that. You got to start supporting more games like. That you know, yeah. But they also need to price I mean, those games properly. So like Remnant probably was priced well, but some some people want to price a thing at Shredder full price. Hunt. Um, Hunt is forty bucks for Amazon right now. It's thirty four. Yeah. You know, cause like if I think about the order, not saying the order wasn't good, but the game literally was like five hours long, <laughs> and I mean. Uh. <laughs> I mean, that kind of short. I don't know. <laughs> that is young kind of short. easy. But, I that mean, is, I think the first day I put it on, I think it was one of the free games of some month. And that same day, I completed it. Cool story. It was a cool story, but it was like, damn, that's, that's it, huh? And especially everybody who liked it wanted more. They wanted a DLC with more or a, a part figured. two. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like the order was a technical showcase of some of the PS4 potential. And I think, but damn, didn't it come out well into the PS4 life though? I mean, like early, here early, and it was just like a showcase of what the PS4 could do early in the PS4 life, and then came out early. You sure? Yeah, I think it was yeah, like 2016, yeah, 2017. Nah, it can't be so. The order. It was the order, eighteen sixty six, sixty six or something like that. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Damn, that really. February twentieth, twenty fifteen. So That's two years about in the there. five year anniversary. Really? I don't know. I feel really? like, to me, it just oh, felt no. like a PS five. Yeah, yeah, that was like two years in. Three felt to be. It felt like a PS four potential showcase. No, because when you talk about. Potential showcase of something. I think, I honestly think Final Fantasy 15 was them testing stuff for Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Because remember, Remake, this is like the third version of the Remake because they, they had a team that was doing it. It was a third party studio that was doing it. They scrapped everything, started over. Then they scrapped everything and got rid of that team and, and just did it within Square. So, and something about the way the, the gameplay that we get to see so far just reminds me of 15. And as, and they, they were doing a lot of things with 15. <coughs> or people were finding a lot of things within 15 that weren't within the actual game. Like they were in the game, but we didn't access those areas and stuff. Yeah. And so it started to feel like, all right, it's either, it's either they're going to open it out in DLC or they were using this to test something. 
I feel like they were probably testing Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know, seeing what they could do, how far they could push. From what we've seen so far in Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'm curious now to see the stuff from the team that gets scrapped. <laughs> you know, because yeah. from what we're seeing is... But the thing is, even is, though the dude who made... I think it's the same guy who made or who was in lead on seven before is the lead right now on the in-house team i think he was still in charge before when the third party was doing it but he was yeah. working on other things like um it's like game that skate loves so much kingdom hearts he was also working on kingdom hearts mm-hmm. and so i think it was like three games he was working on at the same time which is why we weren't getting any news about the seven. remake yeah. But everything looking good so far, and I feel like it can't disappoint me. I don't know. If it does, if it honestly, does, ah, honestly, I don't know. This, this, all right. Let me. There's two things that will make the game Final Fantasy VII the story and the gameplay. Though the story. For the most part, it's going to be the same, just more fleshed out. Yeah, they just add more, st- more to it. I think the characters really going add to that too. But with especially the story being more fleshed out, you get to learn more about the characters. Wigs, that Wigs, people... Wigs, Bigs, exactly. and Jess, like those dudes who who die pretty early. You know, you might yeah, you might see more about them. So that's that's a good thing. Legend them. So like but, a lot. So a lot of people who played Seven, who yeah, they know. If you're a Final Fantasy fan, you know you, you know p- names like Wedge and Sid and Biggs has pop up in a lot of different Final Fantasies, but you didn't really get to learn anything much about those characters in Seven. But I feel like the way they're doing it now, because I think there's like a there's even characters in the remake that weren't in. Yeah, like seven. that. Um, the motorcycle, I saw on the Shinra bike. Dude. Yeah, yeah. There's like yeah, exactly. a Shinra soldier. <laughs> he like he had like the Shinra but he also had like the soldier. Soldiers. And you might see you would see more about dudes like Pojo and um Reno, Rufus, um I guess yeah, yeah, President Shinra, like all those the, and the good thing is because it already it, has like a movie or two, you know, we already know the person well, some of us, some of us who the hardcore fans are hardcore fan fantasy fans already fan know some fans. of the, yeah. the the like personalities of these characters but now getting to see it within the game again it fleshed out as the story go certain things will make more sense you know it's gonna be and... cool i think it'll be cool and i could see uh, uh i don't want to say this really but at the end of the final fantasy 7 story i could see them going beyond it with the advent children story and everything from the movies so in the end it's like you get more more Final Fantasy than you ever could have expected or suspected. Now, there's, there's one thing I'm not looking forward to in this remake. And, spoiler alert, but fuck you if spoilers will affect you. Eric dying. I am not. Oof. I am not the, looking forward to that. <laughs> the PC version, though, there were two endings where, where Eric was alive in one and she wasn't in another. I am not. But one thing I'm very looking forward to. Actually, kind of, I'm looking forward to where she died because it will be less. It will be more traumatic 
because of the way it looks, but it could be less. I don't know. I don't know what's what's the way to say it. Because how she died before? Spoiler alert! Dude just came down from the freaking sky. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Chicago>. <laughs> you know. But now it was gonna. It might. Because it look cooler or bigger. Just for us watching the the opening the opening movie video that they posted the basically the intro of the game. I saw that. I was watching that, and I was watching Eric. I was like, man, why? Why do you have to? Like, why do you have to die? I was like, and then the music, the the Final Fantasy music started up, and I was just like, Sarah, I was like, this is Memories the music I remember from PS1. Yeah. Is, I wonder if they use a symphony. I think because I know we, the the first one. I'm pretty sure they did, or they had a symphony. The, the music is gonna be on point because I mean, there's a remake, and a, they're putting. They're putting in the effort on it, you know what I mean? That's one thing they I, I really wish how many I got to experience. Because I, I went to the Pokemon Symphony, and you know, people yeah, might be thinking, like, oh, Pokemon Symphony? Like, eh. But, like, when you when you hear that music played by orchestra, like, it yeah, just, just... Especially when it's part of your, your childhood. Raise, like, it's, your hair does raise up. Get goosebumps. But when they start playing the theme song and everybody just like you had old people, you had kids, and everybody was singing along, like that shit was dope. And then the the Legend of Zelda Symphony, that shit was dope. I just wish I went to the, I was able to go to the Final Fantasy like one. I think it was in one like two years. Yeah, but it was ago. in Cali. Well. It was in Cali like right before E three. It was before last E three in Cali. I just wish I could have gone to that one because the Final oh, Fantasy Star music. Yeah, the music. When you uh, listen, because a lot of people just try to remake these songs for themselves too. Yeah. And they do like symphonies and stuff like that. And it sounds so good. I was like, dang, yo, the music on point. And everybody loves it. Everybody freaking loves the music. Like, that's, I, one I the, was... that's one of the good things about it too. So now with the, with the gameplay style, which is pretty much, you can still get the same feel as the original. But with the music updated... And coming through in high def. No. Think about, it, think about it back then. When you, when you listen to Final Fantasy VII music in the game while you're playing it, you listen to it on a, a CTR TV. Stupid freaking green screen <laughs> TVs. Or that was a situation, a stupid a green TV. screen monitor. Not even TV. a TV, a green screen monitor. Yeah, a green screen monitor or, or, or some monitor that, that have color <laughs> buttons end up ruling in 10 minutes. It had no real audio. Like, you know, I know with... with the quality of equipment we have. It's just going to be dope. I mean, imagine putting, even just like playing with your headset on, and you're yeah. going to hear some subtle notes that you just don't hear through your soundbar or your speakers. Shit going to make you cry while you're playing. I, used, I mean, I never had a problem with any game's music, per se. Like, you know, like, yeah, I, there's, there's some games where you can remember... Specific songs of because they just they were just so yeah. good like the Final Fantasy fight song intro to Final Fantasy seven stuff like I that. Know, yeah. like Sonic had a couple songs yeah. with lyrics that everybody knows. Yeah, that's like but Sonic's like, on Dreamcast. I think for me personally, when I, I want to say Bonelands three music, like they put the song they put the song track for all the games all the Bonelands games on um Spotify. And I would, of course, while playing Borderlands 3, I hear the music. But usually when I'm playing Borderlands 3, I'm, I'm in party chat with Sierra or something. So a lot of the, a lot of the music just kind of get drowned out by game 
yeah, um, playing dialogue and stuff like that on, and shooting and all that and then talking. As, as we played the soundtrack on Spotify, but like, as somebody who loves Synthwave and, and Retrowave and all, all the waves, like Borderlands 3 soundtrack is just endless bangers. It's like, it's, it's so good. And it's how it's Persona 5 soundtrack. It's like, yo, these games are putting games, in yeah. so much the music does help quali- so much quality into the music and sometimes it's get lost by the like especially the shooting game it's get lo- it's get drowned up by all the sh- all the action happening in the game and when you're playing co-op and stuff like that but the music is in some of these games just so goddamn good and back back in the days the music was good but of course you again you didn't have especially as a kid too you you're trying to play but you had the volume real low so your parents don't know you're playing like a lot of stuff was a lot of stuff was lost back then that now will in my opinion will shine and get the recognition that it truly deserves. Especially the music. And, and with this, with a remake like seven, the scale that it on, man, like I feel like there's no way somebody gonna play seven and be like, Oh, it falls short, you know. It's not it doesn't it doesn't bring back that feel. There will be somebody. The, I mean, there, the there's always be somebody, somebody who I just want to make a, uh, you know, like an article just to be different, just to just to get clicks, clickbait. The the, the clout chasers, because it's uh, cool. What? It's cool to be different, you know. Yeah, and like, it's cool to cancel in in the culture we live in now, the the era we live in. Cancel canceling is is a cool thing. Somebody do something. Uh, oh, I could spin it as this. Right, all right. You spin it as that and tell everybody cancel such and such person. Then everybody just jump on the bandwagon. They don't even really know what's going on, and they want to cancel that person. Case in point, yeah. uh, not to get the topic, but case in point, <laughs> look at Johnny Depp years ago. Ah, uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, abuse. He abused Amber Heard. Boom, boom. Cancel. Boom, boom. Everybody will cancel. Take about uh, why he casted in Harry Potter. They should recast him and you know take take. Take him out of um, Pirates of the Caribbean, or they didn't get cut off. Now they like he's not in those movies anymore, or something like that. <laughs> Boom, cancel him. Yeah, you know, a year or two years later, suddenly we get new evidence. Ask about. Oh no, everybody want to cancel Amber Heard. You know, this is this is the thing I'll say about Johnny Depp. It seems like, from from my from my understanding of the whole situation, it seems like he wanted to. Settle it in a private manner, not to fuck up her career mm-hmm. in a sense. And she was the way she was handling it, it just wasn't working. So he's like, "All right, you don't want to, you don't want to do it this way. I'm trying to, I'm looking out for you. You know, I'm looking out for you and your career, but you don't want to do it this way. So I'm gonna do it the, the only way now. Put all that out there, and it's like." Now she fucked. Now she's getting. She's gonna get fucked over. He took a hit for her people calling him a woman a abuser and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And just he just going. he just sadly took it and he's yep. like, "Yo, let's settle this." And she's like, "You she didn't go out there and start it. calling shit out." So he's like, "All right, just like calling he just, her names." He, he was he was he was a mass in a encyclopedia of evidence. Like, you don't, you don't want to do it this way. All right. Boom. I mean, that's the best way to do it, though. When you Boom. know shit going wrong. I just yeah. silently collect the evidence. So when yep. you know when it come to a head, it's like all right. They said their piece. They slandered me. There was some libel. You know, but here, here, <laughs> I've 
I have something for you guys to to to, to peruse real quick. Just that they're like um, what's his name? Short guy, um, short comedian. You done? Is, is Kevin he, Hart. Is she done? Kevin Hart. Is she done? Once, once done? Final Fantasy Seven comes out and we see just how good it is or how bad. Could be bad. I doubt it, but it could be. Could be. When when other people do remakes, I mean, this is. You know, they have something to to base it off of. Like, all right, they they did this remake and they went all out. They changed gameplay a little bit, not too much. We're not saying turn a freaking cover base shooter suddenly into a you know first person shooter. You know, turn turn After, um, yes, I'm going to Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't. we're not saying change. You know, and and try to keep the story. And now nah, we're saying, all right. If the gameplay especially was a important aspect of that game, you just want to improve on it, you know? Yeah, you could make it a little bit different. You don't want to change it too much. Like, when I think of games like Alundra, Musashi, you know, Ark yeah. the Lad, and if I think of remakes, I was like, all right, yeah, I want music updated. I want graphics, of course. You want updated gameplay. You want to be updated a little in a way where you're not really changing the soul of it. But you, you're making it more fun. You're making it more interactive. In in gameplay, the updates to gameplay should be updates due to the limitations you had back then. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure. When you... I'm pretty sure a lot of the stuff they added into the Final Fantasy VII remake is ideas that they probably had or had after they put out they made the game, but they just couldn't do it because PS One being what it game. was back then. Like Ark Lad is kind of like a Final Fantasy Tactics or any any like this guy or any kind of turn-based tactic game. The all you would do, all you would do, because back in those days, all right, they had you you click a move and you do it on your enemy and you watch them do it right there on that screen. You can't really see because you usually had the top down, the top down view. You didn't really see much. But now with today's graphics, it could be all right. It could it could be a top down. But when they do the move, you know, kind of like this guy, I go into like a little thing where you see them actually do whatever move, you know, flesh it out. So, all right, oh, he did this technique called, uh, I can't remember, there was some iconic techniques in Ark that I used to remember off the top. I can't remember them now, but, or oh, like Force Ring, I remember that one, Force Ring. It was just a little blue Force Wave kind of thing that came out with the, the 2D sprite back then, but no... If it did a remake and it's like a 3D version, but you're still keeping the same type of map, you know, or something. It doesn't even have to be 3D. It could be just a more updated cartoon look where where you could actually see what you're looking at, the definition in it, and then flesh out the move, like actually make them do something, you know, cinematic, and that'll be cool. Like, that yeah, plus see, music um, plus sound. You update the gameplay yeah. that that way. I'm pretty sure you watched the trailer for that um, game, um, Katana Kami, A Way of the Samurai Story. Yeah. That, like, see, like, something like that. A lot of these games could, could do something like that. I mean, this is not a remake. It's basically a new game in, in the Way of the Samurai universe. But I was thinking Tenchu. Yeah. See, and time yeah. I think Tenchu, every single time I think Tenchu, and this always happened, this happened ever since 4 on it came out. Every single time I think Tenchu, I'm like, all right, one way to update the game gameplay because the fighting in Tenchu was trash. 
but the game <laughs> is a is a stealth based ninja assassin game. So I was like, all right, you could you're supposed to kill the enemy silently. That kind of added to the the difficulty of the game, like actually being caught and then having to fight or run away. But I was like, all right, now you could update the gameplay of Tenchu. You could even change Tenchu a little bit. Sure, ninjas are master assassins, but ninjas don't always only stealth assassinate somebody. You know, usually yeah. when you're assassinating somebody, they don't know, they don't see it coming. But you would assume a ninja can fight. So now exactly. with with like the four hundred style and log game start doing that four hundred style combat, I, I could see it working. Like you could either do stealth kills or you could go all out on somebody and just fight them and have executions. So now you have the now you don't only just have stealth kills, but when you're fighting these dudes, you can have these cool executions. A remake of Tenchu or a reboot. You don't need to be a remake. A reboot of the Tenchu series could be so dope. Yeah, a, re- a remake, a reboot. I'm wondering how... How, um... What's the word? How possible it is? Because they... It's like they, they, everything they're doing now, I'm not saying it's in a bad way. Everything they, everything from soft doing now is in the Soulsborne style, you know, that kind of difficulty. Yeah. And I could, I could see, but actually, I could see a stealth, I could see a stealth assassin game. That's what in the Soulsborne style with, with the, with the difficulty. Like like you it's, it have, it have a little feel of tension in it. And, yeah. and the combat. The combat not bad, you know. I just say flesh out that combat a little bit more, and focus the game on stealth or basically executions, either stealth executions or if you're fighting hunt and melee, whatever kind of combat, have those type of executions. And tension you don't really need much, you know. In in way of a remake or update, it, all they really need is another game. <laughs> The series, everything there, get to make a, a decent story. Because I guess the original Tenchu trilogy, I think it was three, had a story to it, but eh, I don't I really mean, remember it. Well, when you, when you look at the, in my opinion, when you look at FromSoft games, well, latest games, Souls Bones and um, Sekiro. Is is story really a strong point? <laughs> I don't say it's in a yeah, bad way. Those type of games, like those type of games, the focus is more on the gameplay anyway. Yeah, like. But even Tenchu, again, Tenchu, I didn't really. I mean, there was a story, but I didn't really care about the story. It was yeah, it's like it was really just running around killing all the enemies. You know, which you didn't have to. You didn't have to kill all the enemies. You you had a mission. It was one one enemy normally you had to kill. Kill one enemy and, and escape or some shit like that. You know, kill one enemy and and rescue somebody. So I don't know, stuff like that. So it was really just a gameplay for Tenchu. But I see oh, if you're gonna remake and you're trying to make a, a point, you know, trying to I would say, alright, work on the sto- work on our story a little bit, you know. But the gameplay, yeah. the graphics, the the audio and you have something there already it's just an update to the gameplay it's not even changing the gameplay really you're still going to be running around doing stealth kills but now you're giving people options 
if you do get into a fight, you should be able to fight back. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be insanely like my character seemed like he can't fight hand to hand. He can only you know hide and seek. He can only hide, kill somebody, and run away. <laughs> Which is what yeah. yeah, you think that's what ninjas do, but I'll say open it up, not just ninjas anymore. Now you could have samurai, because a lot a lot of be like samurai became ninjas or something like that. A lot of the lord in in those type of things is end up being like samurai samurai was first then ninja came after as a way to i don't know fight the feudal lords and stuff i say yeah open up the characters a little bit more so now you have like small slim female type characters and yeah like the average regular build type dudes but then you can have like a huge dude and yeah, you know how he not fast, he not that fast, and maybe when he run, he's make a, a lot of noise, so he can't really do like quick sprint to somebody stealth kills. But while he fight near though, he has some sick and sick executions, still getting the job done. Be dope. There's certain games I always wanted to remake or another version of Metal Gear Solid from the time I played the first one. I wanted the second one. I didn't play the second one for a long time, but when the third one came out, it was a snake eater, I think. Ooh, that game was so fun. Couldn't wait for a fourth one. The fourth one came out oh. on the PS3. That was my favorite. Oh, I was like, man, this game on point. Couldn't wait for another one. Then when you hear about it, and the way they, re- they, they reveal it too, with the little ground zeros and the trailer, and him saying, kept you waiting, huh? He was like, hell yeah, yeah. you kept you waiting. Like, what you mean? Yeah. Yo, that was dope. And to me, to me, it ended on a good spot. I mean, sure. they, they were trying to push Kojima to do things he didn't want to do, you know, so. All right. Yeah, me, for me personally, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what we've got from Metal Gear. You know, I'm, of course, you know, as a fan, you'd always, you'd always want more. I always want more. <laughs> but I don't, I don't feel any, I don't feel any regret with, with it being done, or I'm not really upset with it being done. I'm upset with Silent Hill being done, because in, ter- yeah. in terms of horror games, that's, that's, for me, that's my go-to horror game. A lot of people, but it was PT, it was, he, wasn't he the one doing PT, which was, yeah. I guess it wasn't Silent Hill, but it was supposed to be like, oh, did you horror? Yeah. yeah, it was. It was Silent Hill esque. Yeah. Basically, Man, I remember playing the demo or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, that little, a little teaser. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. It was a little trippy, man. And yeah, I was so, so excited for that. Something I kind of into suddenly is <laughs> like horror games, you know? Like, like playing not... Outlast <coughs> and Outlast 2. I was like, when I put on Outlast 2, it was like the free game. Uh, look at the reviews. Some people like it, but you know, some people buy us because they played the first one or play some other game. And they, nobody ever really say it was bad. But they just say it wasn't as good as like yeah. other ones. And since I was like the first one I played, I was like, yo, this this pretty on point. And I like the feeling you get from those types types of games. It's a new genre I'm trying to get into in gaming. I I for me. For me, the genre I've been getting into is, of course, um, um, rogue rogue likes. 
roguelikes and um oh god that was the other one on metroidvanias like i wasn't really a big metroid castlevania fan back then but something about metroidvania style games and roguelikes can't say i, I was a big castlevania fan either but i did have a castlevania game that i loved but to call myself yeah, a fan I remember because the, there were too many different ones and we only had one so I can't really be like, yeah, I was a fan. Now, when it came to, like, Legend of Zelda, I could always say I was a fan because any time I heard of a Legend of Zelda game, I wanted it. I just, all the console versions I got, the ones on the Game Boy and stuff, I played them, like the Game Boy Advance and the 3DS and them. I played all of them. I didn't own all of them. But to be fair, the reason it, the reason I wasn't a fan, not, not, I wasn't saying I wasn't a fan, but the reason I just wasn't into a lot of these games or genres or games is because growing up we had so little choices. Yeah. Not not choices, but we had we had so little opportunities to to get a game. And the thing was, so when we get a game, it had to stick. You know, we couldn't like nowadays we could you have your own money, so you could make a you could make a a destiny mistake, uh, a Fallout seventy six, an mm-hmm. anthem. You know, but, but back then, as a kid, you could make that mistake because you you fuck yourself over for a good. Another half thing a about year. that too back then, <clears throat> yeah, I think almost like like the way it was back then. All your friends, even if let's say all your friends had a Nintendo sixty four, there were certain games that almost everybody had. Like let's say yeah. for sixty four, you had like uh, James Bond. Almost everybody had that. Everybody yeah, that played. Everybody knew about that. I. But then there were games. It was like. You never even heard of your friend has and games you have they never heard of and that's how that's why people used to trade so much back then you know yeah that's now that's the reason like i'm still every, on the physical game every game that you have most people have it like these days people buy everything or they heard of it and they played it yeah. you know the access to things is different you know you didn't have like first of all we we didn't have internet yeah, exactly. So almost so every game you heard about, like most games you heard about, was from somebody in school or a magazine, or, or yeah. actually going to Toys R Us. It was it was it was two places we went to the Toys R Us and the comic book store, and that's the that's the two places you go and you see a game. And then the box, if you never heard the game, the box had to sell you on the game. Mm-hmm. And if the box didn't sell you on the game, you wasn't getting it. And then if the game sucked, well, it's like what well, you going to tell your parents. Yeah, what's another game? Cause the game suck. <laughs> your parents would look at you and laugh. Like, who, who the hell you think you are? Cause I remember, tell me. <laughs> I remember borrowing so many games like on the PlayStation. I think, but you know, it's like each friend that you have that have a certain thing, borrow different games because it's almost like the, for most games, most people didn't have the same game. Yeah. Yeah. Like they had certain types of games. I mean, like, had the... certain types of games. Like, all right, I never heard of this. Let me play these, and then this person had these other types of games. Oh, I never heard of these. Let me let me try those. You know. Yeah. That's, that's why. I'm, if it wasn't for Victor, I wouldn't have heard of Final Fantasy VII when I did. If it wasn't for Victor, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't Victor, all right, Paper Mario, I wouldn't I wouldn't have known because it was uh, like almost everything. Double Dragon, Battle Toad. <laughs> Room gym, Judge Dread, yeah. like, <laughs> like this the amount, had of, games the amount games. of games that were on the Super Nintendo that I just didn't know about. It's like when you go to Victor's house and, and then you your, see your mind just games, open up like, whoa, like, what? 
Because, I mean, even remember, we used to trade games, let William borrow games, borrow games from William. And even then, it wasn't even, it wasn't like that, you know? Freaking, I remember that William only... had, like, one page master. And oh, my God, one page master, yo. And... <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a throwback that we heard. We let him borrow uh, some games wow. and stuff. Like, we had, like, pit, pit, what was it called? Pit Fighter and, and Shoot, WWE. Shoot a Blade. On PS on PS One machine of later, yeah. man. But then but you the go to is... if you go to somebody's house and you borrow uh, or you see the games they have, it's like yo, I never even heard of these. See, that was a, that was a good thing about William. Well, not not the oh, not the good thing about William. That was one of the good one of the good things about William is that he wasn't he wasn't afraid to lend you for an only child. Yeah, he was for different. only child. <laughs> he wasn't afraid to because like like only. Kids, you know, on the other hand. They're greedy. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, I, have, I have 50 games and there's no possible way I could pl- get to any of these in two months. Oh, can I borrow this game? Nah. I already beat it. You know, they talk about it. Oh, they beat this game. It's cool and fun. Oh, can I borrow you know, it? Nah. I love Victor. Why? As a, I love Victor, but when you look at Victor and compare him to William, and, and this is the thing, right? Well, he was only child too. Bad. He wasn't Victor was bad, but he wasn't too bad. I mean, nothing compared to William. But you think but, it's like the thing with Victor is like when I go to, when I asked to borrow a game, it was like asking Victor to borrow a game was like negotiating your salary. You would start <laughs> with the game you want. You'll go down to the next game. You go down to the next game, and by the time you're that's done, that's what's going to like you end up with a game that you really didn't want to borrow, but it's a game to borrow, so you're satisfied. Because for him. <laughs> Because he has so many games, so it's like almost anything you get from him will be something different for you. But for him, it's like, it's only, if you like a game a certain amount, it's like, uh, hard to let you borrow it. But there's this other game that I have that I don't care if you borrow it. It's like, I, I played it, I didn't like it. Which, so which he had a lot of games, so, like, so when yeah. we, that, that opened my mind, I remember borrowing, like, Urban Gym and... One of my favorites, Double Dragon Battle Toads. <laughs> that was like the funniest game ever, yo. <clears throat> Double Dragon like, Battle Toads um, and Judge Dread. My... Those games were cool and fun as heck. Michael, he had two brothers, and so they had a they had a good number of um Super Nintendo games. But like his his brothers were much older. I think they're like one was they both were in like high school playing baseball. So you know you'd always figure. I mean, I won't call them. It's typical like older brother stuff, you know, like you're always you pick on your bully, but not not like bullying, bullying, you know, it's like yeah, teasing in a sense. They're more teasing. But they would always they would always let him lend me their games. You know, like I remember borrowing um Ken Griffey Jr. RBI. Yeah. Was, they had a lot of baseball games because they, they loved baseball. So like a lot of the yeah. games they had were baseball games, but they would always let me borrow games, like even though they they always like to tease and stuff. Uh, William, always his was for games. Victor's, it mean, was work. No, <laughs> there was no question. If he wanted to borrow yeah. something, he borrowed. If we wanted to borrow something, Hell, William would come over and leave like five games. <laughs> yeah, he would come over like with like seven games and leave like five of them. Like next time I come, I'll pick them up or or not. <laughs> Good times, cause yeah, we. I remember holding on to like Page Master and some of his other games for a real long time. Cause but you see, it's like it's like he knew if he wanted to get, if he wanted to play it he could he he come and get it. You knew where we were. And he and he would and always come if, over. And if he <laughs> wanted to borrow something, he could borrow something as well. Simple yeah. as that. 
I like, but you want to come over? He's like, cool. Can I come over on 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 Friday? Of course. Yeah, like, like, you do you even need to ask? It's like, just show up at this point. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, Bill Ray. Hello, it William. <laughs> Good time. Good time. Yeah. Ah, those were the days. Those were the days where you didn't really have to worry about if a game was trash because, yeah, one out of ten might have been trash. But yeah, everything else just kept us busy, so entertaining. When I think about it, right? Like, were games really trash? Because. Yeah, I feel like I don't think it was any game that was like, ah, I hate this game, I don't want to play it. It's boring. Like, when we look at gaming as a whole back then and game as a whole now, I would say, yeah, of course it was a business back then still. But back then it wasn't. It was yeah, and and then the limitations of the techno of technology, you couldn't limitations of tech not only limitations of technology but the limitations of our imagination. Yeah. So now you with couldn't... the technology advance, we 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 imagine what they could do with games. You couldn't. But they don't do it. They like back then, you couldn't you couldn't make a game and and let your graphics carry a game per se. It was like no. You could make a game and your graphics could carry a game to to sell endless amount, but the game really be trash. Yeah, game, game just it looks empty. good, it looks pretty, hollow. but there's nothing it's, to it. It's like that's it's why like I don't Instagram trust... influencer, you know, it's pretty. There's, there's endless beautiful pictures of it, but then that's why I don't trust no um, personality. <laughs> I don't trust trailers much anymore because yeah, especially cinematic the, trailers. Like, they they get do. some. Whoever you making the trailers on point, like they know what to do. All right, oh, this is a hot song out now. Everybody like the song. Everybody knows the song or something like that. Boom, put a cool song. They make a sick trailer. Put everything that indie game into it. Two like, minute, three minute, four minute, five minute trailer. No matter how how long time is, they put everything into it, and they cut things at the perfect time and. The, you know, had dialogue going through and you make us think, oh, a certain thing going to happen in the game, but really that's not how it went down. It just mixed up some dialogue. And it's like, yo, that trailer was dope. Yo. They sold me on the game. And then you got the game and you play for 20 minutes and you realize you played the whole game. Cinematic and trailers, there's nothing else to it. Like Diablo 4 cinematic trailer. It, it didn't sell me on the game. It sold me on the idea. I need a Diablo movie. <laughs> so you know the, the idea of or, yeah, it's or, so or, the fact that I need a Diablo movie. That's, or that's you what I imagination. It make it, it make you start thinking like yo, what could it be? You know, it could be this. You know, so in a way they make it you freaking do all the thinking for them. Like all the marketing yeah. in your own head. Yeah, exactly. You believe what the, that is such a thing, but it's really not. It's like no, the other on the opposite end of that, the Final Fantasy cinematic trailers, like they're not doing that for me because Newsflash, spoiler alert, that shit's in the game already that we played twenty yeah. plus years ago. So exactly. I've seen that before, right? <laughs> I I want to see it again, updated, yeah. But it's I, like watching your favorite. Seen, I already know that. Like watching there. um, it's like watching your favorite movie from back in the days in four K. That's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a remake or an actual good remake of it. Because I remember watching <laughs> RoboCup. I'm watching oh, yeah. it again years later. And I was like, wait, how did I ever even like this movie? Like, it's, especially yeah. like, so <laughs> trash. But I mean, back then, yeah, shoot. I mean, that's all we knew. The imagination, you couldn't, it didn't go that far. 
because of the technology. That was all you were used to. For me, that's a that's one of the problems with this generation. Not not just the generation of people, but in just the generation in in game in most mediums like gaming, movies, TVs, arts. It's just that stuff advanced so much in the last 20, 30, 40 years that people can't appreciate stuff from 20, 30, 40 years ago. It's like if you give a kid a game a kid from today a Game Boy. Yeah, especially a kid that I grew up playing which iPads and stuff like that. And give them a Game Boy and put games on it. They're like, what the fuck is this? But like somebody who grew up with a Game Boy, they're looking at that like that's 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 a granddaddy right there of handheld gaming, you know. All yeah. these games you played on your iPad, your cell phone, on your Switch, like that that paved the way. Game Gear. Like uh, some some kids might appreciate Game Gear, but it's like, why is it so big? It's like, yo, my guy, that's just <clears throat> cell phones oh. were big too, you know. Before you were born, cell phones were the size of a house phone. <laughs> Back then, I didn't even question why Game Gear was big. As I got older, I was like, damn, when you think about Game Gear <laughs> versus Game Boy, it's like, Game Gear used to destroy batteries in like 10 minutes, and it was huge. It's portable. And <laughs> the, okay. The, the, for me, the biggest flaw of Game Gear was the position of the charging port. Like, yeah, it was kind of dumb. was the charging but... port on the top? It was on the top, <laughs> but then they did have a battery pack thing. Which yeah. made game get even bigger even and bigger. heavier. <laughs> I had all that. Uh, but then after a while, it was like, you know, the game, if you think of the Switch, or you could dock the Switch, at a certain point, the game gear just became a dock. <laughs> so stuff yeah. Like, right, <laughs> yeah. The DC port plugged into the wall, and it plugged into the game gear, and I'm not moving because no matter how many batteries you buy, they just, yeah. the thing just, just kill batteries. It just, yeah. it just eat. You know, and that's and the thing it took like six the, batteries to play. It's like nah. That's the re- one of the reasons the Game Boy was was better because the Game Boy took what, four go, batteries. I it, think it and... for good the, the color and the, and in a, in a sense the graphics. For yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> you're right. It, it was cool. It was cool to be like, oh, games in color on the go. What that was cool. You didn't really play it on the go. Well, I yeah, didn't. Yeah. I don't know who did. And, and I never saw all, anybody else with a Game Gear. First of Outside all, everybody of the back then, everybody back then, book bag was the size of a freaking suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> so you were, you know, added another ten pound game gear to your book bag. I'm trying to think now. I don't think I ever met anybody else with a game gear. Oh, they had it. They just never left the house with it because it was too bad. I don't know. I don't know anybody who who said that they could. I never, I never traded game gear games, and I've had a pretty decent amount because I remember D had bought some from. One of his like school fair things, yeah. And some kid was selling their their games for real cheap, so he just like bought all of them or something. Or he had like a list, and I was like, "Oh yeah, get this, 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 and that." Everybody had a almost everybody had a Game Boy. Yeah, like, that was... Game Boy was the thing. Game Boy was the... wasn't as nothing. Sega was really as popular. Some Sega, people had Sega. Sega. Sega was trying. <laughs> everybody, it was like everybody had a Nintendo, you know. Some people have Sega's, and then when PlayStation came out, Sega was just for yeah, Sega, yeah, Sega was, it was, it was, it was just happen when you look at it. They were, they it was, was like they were, either, they were ahead of the time. No, they they made a lot of mistakes. I I watched this YouTube series about like 
what happened with such and such thing. Like for for the sake of Saturn, the reason I didn't notice until I saw that video, but the reason Sega Saturn failed so hard was how they release it. They didn't they did no marketing. They didn't tell anybody about it. It was just like, oops, suddenly there's Sega Saturn on the market. Oh, so you're trying to tell me that if PS5 was coming out this month, it would have been stupid. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why I was like, it doesn't make sense for the place, for them to be like, oh, PlayStation launch. And like, what do you mean? Nobody didn't tell us anything about it. Nobody knew anything about it. If it if it's just suddenly in stores in February, well, the people who've been following PlayStation would know about it and go get it. And then, yeah, we'll start going, but you ain't going to sell as much as if everybody, oh, they hear about it, they know about it, they're waiting for it. You yeah, know? like... So that's what happened with like the Sega Saturn with the Dreamcast. I can't remember. I watched that one too. I can't remember exactly what happened with Dreamcast. Why didn't do as good? And then Sega decided to call it quits with the consoles. <laughs> I think Dreamcast was really more of being ahead of its time kind of a thing. Even though this the PS One was already out, I think the GameCube was already I think, out. I think if Sega Saturn didn't happen, yeah, Dreamcast would have done. I mean, it, it mightn't be the. I think Saturn mightn't be the only reason for the downfall of Dreamcast. There might be other reasons, but I feel like if Sega Saturn didn't happen, Dreamcast would have ha- would have you know have a better life. Sega probably would have lasted in the race a little bit longer. But it, it just from my experience looking back at it, it just seemed like Sega was Sega was on their way out. <laughs> they were on the way out for a long time. <laughs> They were on the, yeah for a long time they were on the rail because they make a lot of they did make a, yeah, a lot of you mistakes. That's Sega. Then you had the Sega Sega CD. Because and then you had the, the, the oh, Sega thing that was put in the Sega with the Sega CD that's hooked up to each other. I remember. So it was Sega, and then it was a thirty-two X. It was like a yeah thirty-two X from sixty-four made it, from sixteen bit Sega CD. And the thing was, I remember now. I remember now. It was something like so Sony. It was Sony and Sega were gonna make a console together. Then something, some kind of falling out. It was Sony and no, 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 no. It was Sony and Sega were going to make a thing together. They started making one, and then some kind of falling out, and then Sega scrapped it and went and make Sega CD, the 32x expansion thing. And then Sony went with Nintendo and started making that Nintendo console. And then That's Nintendo was like, nah, fuck it. And so that console that you're seeing a lot about it now nowadays, yeah, it's like it's a on, Nintendo it, with a CD port it's too. It's on, um, it's on, <laughs> like you, you can bid on it. Yeah, something yeah. or something you can you bid see on it. A lot about that now. That it was a console that was never released because they started two times. This is why Sony actually get into the console ga- game because they went to Sega, Sega scrap it. They went to Nintendo, some kind of phone out. They scrap it. So so Sony joined. the Join the game now with the PS One. I remember because I was watching, I was watching this dude have a ch- whole channel about all those consoles and a whole bunch yeah, of like, link to that. games. I like to. It's like, like a gaming historian or something like that, and he and he's tell you like why certain consoles they're bad or why like Sega stopped making consoles in the first place or why a certain game like I remember one one of his things was like why. Mario 2 so different than all the other Mario games because actually Mario 2 was a whole different game altogether but like Nintendo America was like yo nobody know who those people are who those characters it was like some kind of Japanese show or something that the game was based off of like some kind of anime or Japanese cartoon or something like that 
that the game was based off us, but America, Nintendo America was like, yo, nobody know who those characters are. Why not put characters that we know? And then start swapping the characters and putting like Mario and Toad and, and stuff in those in the place. That's why the enemies different as well. So it's like Mario characters, different type of enemies, picking up radishes and throwing them and stuff. That was something yeah. we did in Mario. It was cool. It was, it was, you have a cool little channel with all this like little knowledge and trivia that you don't normally know. You kind of have an idea, like yeah, you just yeah, know Mario too different, but you didn't really know why or where it come from. So yeah, that's a, that's a good channel to check out. Yeah, that'd be uh, a good point to. Yeah, that's a good point. Call it quits for this week. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's call it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Nerd. And I'm Trinity. We're the beer testers, and we out. We out.